Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Welcome into a Thursday edition of Sports Scene, ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. I'm Steve Russell. Time to eat some lunch and talk some sports. Ailey is going to produce uh, the broadcast today. Uh, yesterday, we had a really good discussion because I wanted to get your thoughts on the renovation of Ben Hill Griffin Stadium. And uh, that was a really good discussion. I'm going to extend that one more day today with a couple of additions. One, even though this is not going to happen, would you rather, if you could do it, would you rather see the swamp renovated or would you want to build something new? What do you think? Um, and number two, since Scott Strickland is the architect of this, I want you to give him, okay, Ailey, I don't have this here. Can you, yeah, go ahead. But I mean, it's not showing up on my phone here. So, okay. Uh, and secondly, um, I want you to go ahead and give a grade to the job that Scott Strickland has done so far. Give him a letter grade. And then um, we are in the midst of massive layoffs from ESPN. Your thoughts about that as well. Uh, if our, we get our phone system working here. We hope to have Luke Heyman joining us here to talk about the just concluded Gator baseball season. But uh, we are having some difficulty and we're going to try to um, fix it. But we'll get your emails. 3928255 is our phone number. You can email uh, srussell at wruf. Dot com. Steven says, as of today, Utah's a nine-point favor over Florida. If you were a betting man today, would you take Florida and the points? Uh, it depends on Utah's quarterback. If, if rising is healthy, then probably uh, I would probably go that way. Uh Okay, Ellie, I don't know what's happening here. All right. Let him know what's going on so he doesn't sit there and wait. And then um, many of you have asked um, about what happens and how uh, baseball college players are sent to like either the Cape or whatever. Uh, well, 10 Gators are going to be on uh, rosters, six are going to the Cape 
Most people think that's the best summer league in the country. But uh, Luke Heyman is one of those. Okay. Well, no, the phone's ringing, though. Okay. You may have to ask him to call back and call back the number. Anyway, um, 10 are there. Six are in the Cape. Um, Ty Evans is there. Philip Abner is there. Fisher Jamison is there. Blake Purnell is there. Michael Robertson is there. Jack Caglione, of course, with the Collegiate National Team. Dale Thomas is in the Florida League. So, it's good. This is not him, right, Ailey? Okay, all right. All right, so just have him try to call back. And we'll try to get it done here. When technology doesn't cooperate, it's... All right. We'll take this call. Hi, who is this, please? This is John. Uh, Hi, Steve. John. How are you doing today? Um, I appreciate okay. I know you're having difficulties. I'll, I'll make everything quick. Uh, I really made me want to talk about Major League Baseball with a lot of the couple of Gators that are doing well. A.J. Puck, I've been watching a little bit of him. He's had a couple of nice little outings. He did give up a dinger yesterday, but they, they did win. But my Reds, I mean, you know, with India, I love that he's on that team. But, man, I tell you what, they've turned that game, that team around the last month and a half. I mean, I mean granted, they're in the lowly in all central, but I tell you what, I'm 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 really just a stack at how how well they've played this the last about month and a half. Yeah, they played very well. And if you look at you know what's happened with them, uh a lot of it's because of their pitching. Um yeah. but they their offense has come around. India's had a nice year for them. So uh you know you you kind of thought maybe this was just a little flash in the pan kind of thing. Um Ellie, see if we can call him, get a number, see if you can call call that number. Um, but, you know, so far so good as they get to the All-Star break. Now, if they get past that and they're still, you know, around the mix, you think that they go out and try to get a, you know, a, a starting pitcher or maybe a relief pitcher for them? Uh, I, I, think you ha- I think you owe it to your fan base yes. to do that. If you are to the point where you think you can compete and get to the playoffs. You can't mortgage your future. No. But I think you do owe it to try to get, you know, another arm or another bat if you can because making the postseason is not easy. It isn't. I, I mean, I think that, well, I'm saying as a, as a, looking at it as a fan aspect, I think that their their bats are, are fine. I, I would rather like to see them go get a good reliever, middle reliever, even, a, you know, if they can – somehow steal a you know starting pitcher for one year just you know see what they can do in, in the postseason okay we'll see what happens hey, man, have a good day man yep. you thank you daryl says renovate the swamp keep tradition he gives scott strickland a solid b hopefully his hires with napier and golden work out and again if you're just tuning in today uh oh, by the way patrick says he would do it new um, okay, that's not going to happen, but 
you know, I, I gave you the option of doing that or not. Um, so again, as you call in today, let me know. Uh, you're great on Scott Strickland. And would you consider a new location for the Swamp and your thoughts on the uh, ESPN layoffs as well? It's, I'll tell you what, they had better hope Pat McAfee is the real deal here. Because if he isn't, they've expended a whole lot of money. And that's where a lot of that money is going. Uh, if, he, if you can't call him early on that line, try on one of the other lines. No, no, no. That phone. Okay, well, let, let's take a break. Let, let, let's take a break. 12-12, time check brought to you by Hayes Chittlery, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. From the heart of campus and the College of Journalism and Communications on Stadium Road, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. I would say that not only because they're absolutely the best, that they do pay attention and listen to each different patient and what their needs are, what their fears are, how they can help them through the, the different processes that you need to go through to have healthy teeth. And that's what's really important to me. It's the difference between night and day, just having the absolute best and know that that's what I have and um, I'm healthy. And I know that that's what I'm going to be for the rest of my life because this is my team for the rest of my life. It's terrific. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. It's the first day of the first grade, and she found a new best friend. It's a laid-back Sunday afternoon You wish would never end The homemade taste of Bluebell And good friends gathered round The good old days are being made right now Wake up your taste buds with Bluebell Java Jolt A delicious pint of coffee ice cream With dark chocolate-flavored chunks And a decadent coffee fudge swirl it's the jolt you need to perk up your day. The good old days are being made right now. The good old days are being made right now. Look for Blue Bell ice cream at your local grocer and pick up your favorite flavor today. Okay, welcome back. We're going to hopefully get Luke Heyman here to join us now. Luke, are you there? I am, yes. Hey, man, thanks for doing this. I apologize for the technical issues here. Um, congratulations on a great year uh, for yourself and, and the Gator team. Have you had time over these last few days? I know it was difficult, you know, losing the way that you all did. But as you look back now, what are your thoughts overall on the season? Yeah, I mean, I think it was just a great year, and you can't really take the one game at the end uh, to find it all. I mean, all the – 
accomplishments that as a team that we were able to achieve this year. I think just looking back, it's going to be a team that's definitely going to be remembered. And just like the friendships and like the way we just came together as a team, I feel like it's something that was awesome too. And it was just a great year. And yeah, I mean, I think it was just something special that we had. And I mean, obviously the goal was to win it all, but I think you can't really, like I said before, you can't take the one game. You can't just define it all in that one game. I think, I mean, every other game of the year, we had a great time and a great year. Were you pleased with your year individually? Yeah, I was. I mean, I wasn't really expecting much going in. And then, I mean, I didn't really know, like, what all was going to happen. And then it kind of was, I got playing every day. And then, yeah, I mean, it was, a, it was a fun year and great. I think I was pretty pleased with the way I did. It's funny how, it's funny how when you hit, you stay in the lineup, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it is. Always seems to work that way. Um, you know, do you prefer behind the plate? You played some first base. You've got some versatility, um, but is the plan long term for you to be behind the plate? Yeah, definitely. I think they just when Jack would pitch, they needed someone else to go play first. I mean, I never really played first. I mean, I played in high school some in like the fall games, not really in the main spring. So I mean, I never really played first, but just being able—I mean, it was fun. I mean, I like enjoyed it and. Just being able to, being able to play over there when Jack was pitching, so that's pretty much what what it was. You know, a lot of fans want to know how college players are assigned leagues. You're, you're in the Cape, for example. How does that process work? How did that work for you? Yeah, I think. I mean, I got it pretty early in the summer, going into the school year. Um, I just got a call from my advisor, and like Sully told me too that this is where I was going to go. So, I mean, I didn't really have any, really anything going along with it. I kind of was just told that's where I'm going and that's where I am right now. So, what are some kind of did all the things behind the scenes, I'd say. What are some things that you want to work on at the Cape in terms of improving in your game? Yeah, I think just getting behind the plate. Um, obviously, BT was the guy this year and he did a great job all year but just being able to get the reps that I need behind the plate to get me ready for next year and then also just like getting in the say the gym more and just being able to get my body in sh- like in shape to handle the whole season for next year being able to being able to get ready for, so because I mean it's a long season so getting like my legs and re- ready for the year I'd say is the main things up here um, I know you got to get going here, so let me know if you have to leave. He's got a game coming up. He's driving to the game, literally, uh, as we get Luke here on the show. Um, as great as this season was, Luke, now it's time to look ahead. You're going to be part of uh, Gator Baseball next year as well. What are your thoughts on what baseball can accomplish with the guys who are back and the newcomers as well? Yeah, I mean, obviously losing – handful of guys and especially like the leaders but I think we're gonna I mean we're gonna have a great team going into next year um a lot of I mean a lot of new guys I'd say but definitely gonna be a fall where you know you gotta all come together as a team and kind of create that like bond like we had this year but I think I mean we ha- we're gonna have all the talent we need we just gotta go out there and perform and I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be a great year and we have a great shot of going back to Omaha and hopefully winning a national championship how was it playing for Sully it was awesome. Um, I mean, all the, I mean, pretty much everything that he knows. I mean, he kind of gives you all the information you need, and it's like I mean, obviously he's the head coach, but I mean, he, whenever he needs to tell you something and like lead you in a certain way, I mean, he obviously is going to do that. And it was just a great time all year with all the coaches too. I mean, all the coaches put in countless amount of hours 
with all the scouting reports, practice, and everything, and I'd say that all of the coaches had a huge role of the um, the way that we did this year. But, yeah, playing for Silly is awesome. It was, it was a great year. Fun. Last question for you, Luke. Uh, you know, coming from high school to college sometimes can be a, you know, a pretty good transition, but, you know, you, you certainly did it really well. When you started facing SEC pitching, when did you kind of know, I can do this? When did you kind of know that, you know, I, I can hit at this level, I can compete at this level? Yeah, I mean, there's not really a time, but, I mean, I'd say, I mean, our pitching staff was, I'd say, pretty good. So, I mean, I think just being able to face our guys every day just makes you better because, I mean, every guy that we would roll out there in scrimmages is going to give you their best stuff and obviously an SEC league pitcher. So, I'd say just facing our guys every day kind of helps you get into that, um, like that, make that switch to be able to transition. I didn't think the, maybe in the fall, kind of towards the beginning of the fall, I didn't have, like, the greatest stretch or the greatest fall hitting-wise, but just being able to see those pitchers and, like, develop with them and just, I mean, it's a whole different league. I mean, the kids you face, I mean, you might face one guy in high school like that, but you're not facing every guy out there that's got plus stuff. So I think just our guys helped a lot with that, just being able to face them every day and get you ready for when you go play the um, the other teams on the weekends. Well, congratulations on a really good year individually. Congratulations on a great year as a team. Gator fans looking forward to having you back. Enjoy your time up at the Cape, man. Thanks for doing it, Luke. Of course. Thanks for having me. You got it. Luke Heyman joining us here live on Sports Scene. Okay, go ahead. We'll take a quick break. Come back, uh, and then we'll open up the phone lines for you. Uh, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Radiant Credit Union, we know life can get crazy. Mom, the toilet's clogged. <sighs> and when you decide it's time to go on a much-needed vacation, Radiant Credit Union can simplify things with a fast and easy vacation loan. There's no better way to refresh and renew your energy than a nice, long getaway. And Radiant Credit Union can help you get there. So, if you want to go from this to this, visit radiantcu.org vacation and get started today. Federally insured by NCUA. When severe weather hits Gainesville, WRUF's Hurricane Storm Center is there for you. With the latest information regarding severe tropical weather, listen live, online, or on the WRUF radio app. For a complete rundown of hurricane emergency services and pre-storm preparedness, check out the WRUF Storm Center at WRUF.com. A courtesy of Caribbean Electric, Conrad Tree Service, and Radiant Credit Union. Southern Sports Today with Chuck Oliver, weekdays at 2, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. This is Gator Volleyball Head Coach Mary Wise, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. I was just grooving here. Uh, welcome back to Sports Scene. 392-8255. You can email uh, srussell at wruf.com. Let's talk to James. James, hi. Hey, Steve. Hey, uh, good show today so far. Hey, here's my thoughts on the, on the renovation. Unless they are extremely confident that they can create a state-of-the-art facility 
that is going to cater to fan experience to the, or the next generation for the next 20 to 30 years, I wouldn't recommend putting another penny into that stadium. And I would look at alternatives and building a new stadium. And, it, you know, actually I have a proposal. And all it takes, you know, for UAA, I have a, have a long-term strategy plan for them, and all it takes is a little bit of money. Um, <laughs> that's all. Yeah, a little bit of money, yeah. <laughs> that's, all, that's all it takes. But, but, but look, look at this. Look at this. We have a national championship caliber golf team at the University of Florida. That golf course that they play at is antiquated. It's a par 70. It's 6,600-some yards. That's when they stretch it out as long as they can. It's landlocked in there. We've, they've been talking about getting a new golf course for a while. Most major golf program schools, schools that have major golf programs, have two courses, 27 or 36 holes. Get them a new golf course, build a new stadium on the golf course property. And honestly, $400 million, if that doesn't, I mean, I don't see how you can, you have roots of that building that are, you know, from the 30s. And it would have major, major construction. You're basically going to almost raise it. Just You're just going to do it in pieces to get it right, in my opinion. Yeah, again, not going to happen, but I like the thought process. But we don't know that. Yeah, we do know that. Yeah, we do know that because they're they're not going to – they're renovating the swamp. That's what they're going to do. Well, when the bids come in, it'll be interesting to see, you know, when $400 million turns into $500 million or $550 million, uh, you know, I mean, it, it, or, or more. It, it'll, it'll be interesting. Oh, if, uh, if, I mean, certainly things can. This is not in stone except to say, I think it's fair to say that step one of this is sure. to is to see if because I think UAA, just by their press release, when it said, you know, Lambeau Field, the Rose Bowl, the Swamp is in that category. That tells you what they think of the yeah. place. So and, they're going to do and, everything and, and, and they can to renovate that. Yeah, and unfortunately, when I hear that, I, I see orange and blue glasses on because it's not in that category. Okay. It's not. All right. Yeah. Okay. James, I appreciate it. Thank you, sir. Uh, Let's bring Byron here. Hi, Byron. Hey, Steve. Uh, Thank you for taking my call, man. I hope you had a nice fourth and uh, your family. Steve, I'm going to be all over the place. I'm going to go quick, man. First of all, I'm a big Luke fan and Shellnut and and Ty Evans, Steve. I I think they're all freshmen, but correct me if I'm wrong, but, man, we got a great nucleus along with uh, Cags coming back, and and I'm looking forward to next year. And just to be uh, kind of be, you know, Steve, I stay positive with football. I was listening to some friends of mine on shows, and the SEC quarterbacks are really not maybe down, but everyone seems to be having a new one, except probably LSU, Arkansas, correct me if I'm wrong, but Georgia, Alabama's, and all of us, you know, don't know what the quarterback situation is like. So that's a good thing for Florida. Last, Steve. My NBA thing, man, I hope Dame Lillard comes to Miami. I don't know if you got any insight on that. But I, I'm proud of the Magic, what they're doing with Bacarit, whatever that guy named, and the, the rookies they put in there. But shout-out to Magic. And Steve, up in – I don't know if James Harden is the answer. Man, uh, get out of Philly, bro, uh, uh, the big man from around here. And uh, I don't know if even Kyrie Irving is going to be the answer in Dallas. So a lot of good stuff, man. And get Grant Williams if you can from uh, – uh, Boston Celtics, Miami. Thanks, Steve. Go Gator. Thanks, bro. Isn't he going to Dallas? Uh, not Dallas. Uh, Grant Williams is going someplace. 
Yeah, was it? I just saw it today. Um, anyway, uh, as far as the quarterbacks in the SEC, uh, you've got a returner at Carolina. Uh, you have a returner at Arkansas. You have a returner at LSU. Uh, but there aren't that many. There are going to be a lot of new faces. Uh, Jim says, renovate the swamp, keep all that tradition and history. I give Strickland a solid B-plus for his efforts. Efforts As far as ESPN goes, financial news pointed out Disney's stock price was less than half of what it was a year ago. They chose to impose their opinions rather than just report on sports, and now they're paying for it. Um, I'm not going to get political here, but that is a, um, that's a conservative talking point. And I don't know that you can connect the dots, okay? Because, yes, I, I think, I, I, I would say that ESPN has leaned left a little bit, but I don't know that this that what what they're going through financially is because of that. Are you not going to watch college game day if you're on the right? Stop it. Okay? He says, not sure McAfee's the answer. I wouldn't be surprised if ESPN is a memory in a couple of years. Well, I, I don't think that's going to happen. 1229 Time Check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. J.D. will right, get right to you. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Don't give in to that constant joint pain. Take control and take back your quality of life today with help from QC Kinetics. Hey, it's Steve Russell. QC Kinetics is helping people every day here and across the country with their amazing non-surgical treatments that repair and restore damaged joint tissue. They use the latest advances in regenerative medicine, taking your own body's healing agents and concentrating them right in the area where you have the agonizing pain. This incredible non-invasive approach helps you take back control of your body, relieving the pain in knees, hips, shoulder, or back. No invasive surgery, no harmful drugs or steroids, and no downtime. Listen, summertime needs to be about having fun and making memories, golfing, hiking, enjoying the outdoors. So take control now and start living pain-free again. Now with clinics in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, 352-400-4550, 352-400-4550, QC Kinetics. Considering buying a lab-grown diamond versus a natural diamond? IDC owner Keith LeClaire says, be careful. These machine-made diamonds are being mass-produced, and the value appears to be dropping fast. If they can create 130 carats per machine per day, and you've got 5,000 people that are growing at that level, do you know how much is already stockpiled you're talking about millions of carrots now you're talking about a product that was five thousand dollars just three years ago is now down to almost zero so when trying to choose between a natural diamond and a lab-grown diamond proceed with caution why would you put your money in something that devalues faster than food you eat before you propose come to international diamond center and get the facts about diamonds from our non-commissioned experts learn how diamonds are priced and graded on the world market and educate yourself on the latest trends 
brand of lab-grown diamonds. I want people to know that IDC is about protecting them. International Diamond Center at Celebration Point and always at ShopIDC.com. Want my secret for how to prep for summer getaways and get-togethers and get everything for less? Get to Kohl's. I just went and saved an extra 20% on sunny day essentials, like teas for my husband for $9.99, an adorable sport for my daughter, plus all the grilling tools we needed for a great barbecue. So get to Kohl's and save on cool finds for hot days. You'll thank me later. Select styles, 20% offer since July 9. Sun exclusions apply. See storeokohls.com for details. At Charmin, we heard you shouldn't talk about going to the bathroom in public, so we decided to sing about it. When you're rolling Charmin up your mouth on the party, this is most so roll it back, everybody. Charmin's irresistibly soft and hella nice. My crib is always stocked, it's our party vibe. It's cushioned in the face, so my cheeks feel flat. So everybody wanna touch the sky. Charmin Ultra Soft is irresistibly soft and more absorbent, so you can use less. Enjoy the go with Charmin. Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission is Gainesville's no-hassle, no-overcharge auto repair shop. Now looking for qualified auto mechanics to join their growing team. If you're a self-motivated worker with an attitude for excellence, Bush Auto Repair is looking for you. Enjoy competitive pay and a family working environment where they've been keeping cars on the road since 1954. Call 352-372-0372. That's 372-0372 now or at ChuckBushAutoRepair.com. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Today, partly cloudy skies and the heat continues. Heat indices this afternoon between 100 and 105. We'll have sea breeze storms popping up first near the Nature Coast. They'll move inland and east toward the St. Johns River and the First Coast later on this afternoon and into the evening. Tonight, partly cloudy skies, lows tomorrow morning in the mid-70s. Highs tomorrow afternoon in the low 90s with earlier showers. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. And now, the, the, the Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. <laughs> yeah, and what's interesting about Wamba is, unlike like Zion, we watched him play, what, 30 games at Duke. We saw it. Yeah. It was, oh, by the way, here's some highlights of Victor Wambayama. Until he came over and played in the G League. And I always tell people, don't look at the highlights. Look at somebody and how they get those highlights. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes and you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. From every call third strike to every call to the bullpen, baseball lives here. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. This is Gator soccer coach Samantha Bohan, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Just tuning in today, uh, I'll, Stephen had a good email today. He said, as of today, Utah's a nine-point favorite over the Gators. Would you take Utah? Would you take the points? Uh, what would you do? Also, again, even though the plan is to renovate the swamp, if you were the czar, would you build something new? Or would you renovate what is a place that's you know, been around for 90-plus years? And how would you grade the job that Athletic Director Scott Strickland has done so far? 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. J.D., hello. 
Hey, Steve, as somebody who started attending Gator games in the 60s and um, remembers when we had the metal seats in the south end zone and just the wall uh, and the road and the wall on the north end zone there uh, with the bell on it, um, and then has been a season ticket holder for 40-plus years. Uh, uh, You know, one thing I'll say about the Swamp is if you're winning and you're playing great football, like we did in the 90s and parts of the early uh, 2000s. Uh, people are going to come. Uh, the thing is going to fill up. And I think the Auburn game a few years ago, the Utah game, when, when there was full of optimism for a new coach last year, new staff. Um, and to take 10 or 15 seats out of the uh, 1,000 seats out of the stadium, uh, I, I, I'm, not seeing, <laughs> I'm not seeing that vision. Uh, I, I'd kind of like to get your thoughts on that. I, uh, you know, certainly those students over there don't need chair back seats. Uh, you know, when you're a college student, I mean, you, you're going to decide to go to the game or not because you got a chair back seat or you got to sit on a bench. I mean, we've been sitting on benches for how long now? Ninety years. You just said it. Uh, so I, I disagree with you, JD. I'll tell you why. Even places like iconic Fenway Park, Lambeau Field. Places like Yankee, well, Yankee Stadium got torn down, but you get my point. Wrigley Field, okay? They've been around forever, have great tradition, but they've been modernized. And it's the same thing with a place like the Swamp. It's got to be modernized for the, for the modern-day fan. I, I, I'm glad you went to games in the 60s, but this ain't the 60s anymore, okay? <laughs> it ain't. So... Yeah. The fan has changed, the taste of the fan has changed, and the amenities that fans want changed. And bottom line is, a lot of them want a bigger seat for their fanny. So that's part of it. I I still believe fans want to win. I believe they want to go see their team win. That's the the thing, and I think if you're winning, they're going. So, uh, so that's my thought on that. Uh, as for Scott Strickland, I think we all we all are very fond of Scott, um, but I think the jury's still out on on. Well, well, let me back up a second. A lot of the the improvements that we've done, the baseball stadium, and the, the you know, I'm still not sold on what was done with the uh, uh, with the Odome, but I, that was one I thought should have been a tear down and a redo, but. Um, as far as the coaching hires, I think the jury's still out on that, so we'll we'll see. But uh, I think winning cures fixing the stadium, Steve. I, I you know I'm tromping up there, still tromping up there, forty something years after starting with season tickets, and uh, uh, you know I, there are times when I'm thinking, am I going to go over there and see uh, the Gators play? Uh, you know, you name it, yep. uh, Western Carolina. I, you know that there's you know there's there's times when you question that but i but i still go all right so uh thanks steve yep jd thank you look when teams win of course the bandwagon grows we all most all want to be part of winning whatever that is so yes if you didn't if you if you left the swamp alone and Florida w- was going to win big like they did under Urban or Spurrier, would people pack the place? Yes. They might say, 
gee, I wish the seat were bigger or I wish the concession area was better. But they would go because you're winning. But that only goes so far, I think. Because, again, you can watch it from home and not have to worry about heat or a restroom or food or anything. Ralph sent me a uh, an email about to comment about what happened with Kitna. I have no comment. It, the law, the, the process of law, did what it does, and he had a plea deal. It was agreed to. It happens every day in America. It just so happened it happened to be with him. Um, so that's all there is to that. Richard says. For that expense, he says, keep the historic swamp structure with renovation work over the next decade. But he thinks the facility needs to be used more, like the Garth Brooks concert, you know, that sort of thing. Um, he give, he'd give Scott Strickland a uh, B. And then uh, I want to say congratulations here. Another accolade for Trinity Thomas. She is the Southeastern Conference Female Athlete of the Year. Pretty good. Um, what an amazing career that young woman has had. And uh, the accolades just keep coming. And she's going to stick around here, too, and be an assistant coach and train for the Olympics. And that's really a cool thing. Uh, Paul says, Steve, do you think your thinking is a little misguided? Because I am a person that has noticed ESPN's political leanings, and there are times I don't watch ESPN because of it. Okay, I'm going to say this again. If you, whichever side of the spectrum you're on, okay, and the... uh National semifinals are on in college football. Are you not going? Are you not going to watch because of what ESPN does in its other coverage? I would say the vast majority, vast, 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 vast majority of people, whichever way you lean, would watch the game. My opinion, but it is sad from a journalistic standpoint that, for example, uh, Jim Wojciechowski did great stories on College Game Day. One of the things I looked forward to in watching College Game Day. And when you are used to a particular group of hosts and all of a sudden a David Pollock is gone, a Wojo is gone, uh, the bear is gone. People lament that because they are used to that. So, you know, the only constants change, I guess. Hi, Greg. Welcome. Hey, Steve. Hey, quick comment on the stadium. Um, I remember, too, when the South End did with the uh, the big metal structure there, kind of like a high school looking. And uh, I actually kind of like the North End and the old one. It was ground level when you walked in. And then you would kind of go down. I know you remember you could walk around and do a big loop. You go from the east side to the west side real easily without having to go outside the stadium like they redid it. But see, what I was really wanting to ask you about with football coming up and big fan of game day, 
but I'm not a fan of that guy, Pat McAfee. And I hate calling up people on air, on, you know, publicly like that. But I love College Game Day. And I was just wondering, you're in the business. What, in your opinion, and I'll listen up here, but in your opinion, why would they bring on somebody like that, maybe to take coach's place or something? Because I love Desmond, and I love the chemistry with Reese and with Herb Street and them. And even the new guy, David, even though he's a Georgia Bulldog, I really like him. But when they brought in that new guy, it looks like he belongs on a Vegas stage show with his, the way he dresses and acts. I don't get it. I don't like the vibe. And I just wondered if you could give me any information about him, and I'll listen off here and go Gators. Sure. Thank you. Well, I, I think you just kind of said it, okay? Remember, he was also with WWE. He wrestled in WWE. He is just a little over the top. And some people, apparently ESPN as well, thinks that that's what is going to work. I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know what he adds to game day personally, but you have to, you have to look at his rise in the sports business. It's been pretty meteoric. And we'll see how it works, and we'll see what the ratings will bear when the new season starts. David, hello. Hi, Steve. Uh, Want to chat with you a minute about some of the stadium renovation ideas? Um, first and foremost, I think that radio is an important part of the whole game day experience. Most of my comments are going to relate to game day experience. It's got to have a reason. I want to drive two and a half hours. Uh, I've been a ticket holder for 41 years, but that doesn't mean anything. But the next person wants to drive two and a half hours or more to be inside of a venue to watch a football game as opposed to on the couch where my uh, refrigerator's four steps in my bathroom, <laughs> six yeah. steps, and it's air-conditioned and all these kinds of Right. And, and my screen has gotten bigger and bigger. So there's got to be a reason for that. And to me, it's not being able to walk around a concourse around the stadium or things like that. It's being able to, and I, ha I think we have part of this, uh, drive for two and a half hours and listen to the pregame show on the radio while I'm driving, get there and tailgate. Another thing is we have those massive stadium speakers that could be playing popular music for three hours that you hear all around the sort of uh, campus core there by the stadium with uh, popular music. Events before... Uh, the game. We have the band out a little bit, but using more things like that. Gator Walk was an innovation that Urban brought in. Things of that nature that you can't experience being at home. Then inside the stadium, ease of concessions. I'm shocked that it, it, um, Scott has not brought the concession concept from Mississippi State to the University of Florida. You go there, you, you, you have uh, vending um, opportunities, you know, the refillable Coke machine everywhere. And you look at the prices, and I'm up in the Champions Club, so it doesn't matter to me. But you look at the concession prices, they need to be almost lost leaders so that it's so easy to get that volumes exceed and your margins are done well. Everything's got to be on the table. You have a thousand ideas, and you implement some. Chairbacks are, are essential, I think, for everybody. Hey, the students that this guy was talking about earlier sitting on the benches and not caring about them, and Shane said something about that this morning, 
It's their stadium. It's the University of Florida Student Stadium. And they weren't raised on benches. They were raised in recliners and air conditioning, too. So getting them to come to the games and continue the tradition is going to require them to have to right. too. Okay. I, I'll stop because they have a long list, and we'll do more another time. Uh, thanks for what you do and uh, having this discussion. And I hope – oh, one last thing. Give me one last point. The architects that come in, they need to have innovative ideas that are not just replicating the best ideas that are out there. Of course, they got to have those that are that are elsewhere, but they need to have new concepts as well. All right, David. Thank you for your call. Yes, sir. Twelve forty-seven. Time check. Brought to you by Hey Shillery, ESPN, ninety-eight one FM, eight fifty AM, WRUF. Cloaked in orange and blue and fortified on the campus of the University of Florida. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. You know, a lot of us really like to help people that need help. That's what the Road Heaver Boys Ranch in Palatka does. It helps at-risk young boys who come from rough backgrounds, troubled homes, straighten their lives out. And they do it with your help. If you have an unused or unwanted vehicle of just about any kind, please consider a donation to the Road Heaver Boys Ranch. Here's why. When you make your tax-deductible donation, that vehicle goes to the Road Heaver Boys Ranch, and those kids, those boys, fix them. They fix them themselves. They resell them. That's how they learn real-life skills, because they fix them and they resell them. And it does help a really good cause. Your generosity does a great deal, ladies and gentlemen, in this case. To find out more, go to rbr.org or Google Boys Ranch Palatka. Total control. We'd all love that, wouldn't we? You can have total control of your home environment with help from Electronics World. Let the pros at EW install a system to control your audio, video, lights, locks, thermostats, custom shades, garage door, and more. Plus, monitor your surveillance cameras with just one app. Now that's total control. Electronics World. Visit our showroom in Gainesville or online at electronicsworld.net. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. Join us at Odyssey as we all do our one thing. Together millions of things for our planet. Summer means hotter days. Avoid using heat-generating appliances like stoves and dishwashers during the day. Use them during off-peak hours in the evening to minimize the effects of heat and save on electric costs. Late evening and early morning is also the best time to water plants and lawns, as water is less prone to evaporation. When we each share our one thing, it becomes a hundred things, a thousand things, a million things for our planet. What's your one thing? The Dan Patrick Show, weekday mornings at 9, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Sports Scene with Steve Russell continues. 
here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. Tomorrow on our Friday show, I'm going to talk to an analyst from the MLB Network to give you one last look at the upcoming MLB draft, which begins Sunday and where some of the Gators might go. I hope you enjoyed Luke Heyman today, who was in the Cape. And uh, I hope Josh Rivera uh, will be here tomorrow as well. Uh, So that's what's going to come up on tomorrow's program. In the meantime, uh, today... Uh, We'll extend this swamp discussion uh, one more time. Would you, if you you were the czar, would you renovate it or would you do something different? Would you, you know, look for something different? Uh, And how would you grade the job Scott Strickland's done so far? 3928255. Tony, hello. Hey, Steve. What's up, man? Um, Steve, I can only go based on my own personal viewing habits, you know, and in the last 10 years or so, I got to tell you, ESPN Game Day has run a distant third to uh, my viewing habits. You know, first I've watched mainly the SEC Network, you know, with Tim Tebow and Paul Feinbaum and Laura Rutledge and stuff. And then lately in the last couple, two or three years, I've even watched more of the uh, big noon kickoff with Urban Meyer and Reggie Bush and Matt Lyman. Um, You know, the way I see this McAfee hire, um, it's basically just the football version of Stephen A. Smith. Um, you know, a big old loudmouth grenade tosser. Knowledge of the sport is, you know, average. Um, you can't tell me that McAfee knows more about football than a Desmond Howard or a, or a David Pollock. So it's well, 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 let me let me stop you there. Mm-hmm. Why on. would you say that he played professionally? What well, uh, as a wrestler? What was it? No, 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 no. I, I, you said he doesn't know as much about football. He played football. Was not aware of that then. I thought he, he was like a per, personality guy, like a Stephen A. Smith. No. Okay. I mean, he's he's a personality guy, but he does have background in the sport of football. Okay. I take that back. But I still don't think he knows as much about football because I have seen him a little bit, and I still don't think he knows much as like a David Pollock or a Desmond Howard or that – or those types of people that they've had on that show before. And so, by the way, uh, just so you know, he was a punter. But, again, but he played in the NFL, so, I mean, you know, got to give him that. <laughs> he was a punter. He was. All right. Yeah. Um, as far as uh, Scott Strickland goes, Steve, you know what? I, I'll give Scott a solid C. Uh, leaves a lot to be pending still based on his, his own personal coaching hires. He's had a couple coaching hires kind of blow up in his face. He's had a couple issues with the NIL thing that made national public news, not in a good way. So, uh, honestly, I think it's a C. I don't think he gets to make another big-time hire at Florida, to be honest with you, Steve. Um, I think the new president might have him on a short leash, if uh, if I'm being honest, Steve. So, uh, we'll take it from there, Steve. Take care, buddy. Okay, thank you. You know, maybe in the second hour, we can delve into your viewing habits because I wonder, you know, Ailey is in his early 20s, okay? So I don't know that if he watches college game day, does he get a big kick out of McAfee because of his antics and, you know, what he does. 
I think a lot of that is generational, right? You know, we're, we're used to Herb Street. We're used to Desmond Howard. We're used to that. And I can personally tell you that when I watch a pregame show, I want to be informed. I mean, I, I want their opinion too, but I want information. And I, I don't know how he's going to fit into that. But obviously, ESPN is staking uh, millions of dollars. And McAfee was roasted on social media, roasted during the ESPN layoffs. I mean, crushed by some people. And I get it. And I think he gets it because of, once again, what you, you know, the, the number of people that were let go. And I think, I think partially unfairly, he's been blamed because of the salary, you know, he is going to be making. Well, that's going to be ESPN. And, I, and once again, I will tell you this. If they offered you that money, what would you do? So I, I, I kind of get it. Uh, all right, let me get a couple of emails here to close out the hour. Uh, Frank says uh, to your person's email uh, about Utah being a nine-point favorite, uh, I would take, <clears throat> take Florida and the points. Gators have confidence that they can beat Utah after doing it last year. Yeah, I know it's on the road, uh, but I think Florida can do it. I would take the Gators and the points. Uh, Andrew says, National ESPN and ESPN Radio unlistenable at times. Feel they are always lecturing me about social issues. If I wanted to listen to that, I can find that. Watching the Vegas Bowl with our Gators with McAfee, I wanted to pull my hair out. Wouldn't mind if they put them on ESPNU or a more laid-back announcing gig. ESPN seems it's going in the wrong direction. I think it's. I think this is a fascinating topic, and it is a microcosm of where our country is. Everything now is politicized. Everything. You don't think that back in the day when Howard Cosell championed Muhammad Ali on ABC? Can you imagine if he did that today? Can you imagine? Well, that was social commentary, if you want to call it that, right? He was defending Ali when he wouldn't go to the draft, etc. Look what happened to him. He went from being absolutely hated and reviled to being what he ended up being. Think of that. And people forget that. That sometimes time changes things. But there's no question now that even in the sports arena, and I look, I've been asked on this show this question. What are my thoughts on transgender? What are my thoughts on 
you know, formerly male athletes who become females, should they be able to compete? That's a tough question because, you know, if you, if you had a son or you had a daughter, well, I do have a son. I do have a daughter. Okay? And if there's nothing I can do about it, if that's what the law says, well, then I, there's, I have two choices. Kids, this is the way the law is. Or two, change the law. Change the law. That's our first hour. We'll continue this in the second hour. Our thanks to Gator baseball player Luke Heyman for joining us here. And we want to hear from you more in hour number two. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. WTU51CG Gainesville from the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios. We are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Hi, I'm Emmett Smith, Pro Football Hall of Famer and three-time champion. Trust me, I know about joint pain. Pro Football's all-time leading rusher, Emmett Smith, talks about chronic joint pain and exciting new regenerative treatments from QC Kinetics. I know what it's like to fight through pain, but now, you and I, we have help. QC Kinetics. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in advanced, all-natural regenerative medicine that can give you lasting relief with no drugs, no downtime, and no surgery. Do you suffer with constant pain from arthritis or injury, pain in your knees, hips, shoulders, or lower back? Don't assume steroids, pain meds, and surgery are your only options. Regenerative, restorative, natural solutions are now available. Don't let your joint pain keep you from doing the things you love. Call QC Kinetics now for a free consultation and learn how regenerative medicine can repair and restore damaged joint tissue. Make the call to QC Kinetics. Tell them Emmett Smith sent you. Call QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. Now with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, 352-400-4550. With all the new people moving here recently, we thought it'd be a good idea to explain International Diamond Center. If you've lived here a while, you already know this, so bear with us. International Diamond Center, also known as IDC, is not an ordinary jewelry store. It was started decades ago by a major East Coast diamond supplier, Keith LeClaire. Keith had international connections with diamond cutters and would sell diamonds to upscale jewelry stores. Then he decided to start selling direct to the public at prices that undercut traditional jewelers in a big way. This no-middleman approach caught on big, and now IDC is one of the largest and most successful jewelers in America, still providing exceptional quality and astonishing value. So if you've just moved here from New York or California or wherever, know that IDC is the area's go-to place for diamonds, fine designer jewelry, and Swiss timepieces. Just be prepared to be a little shocked when you see how great our values are, especially compared to where you came from. International Diamond Center. Just another great reason you made the move south. Get details, directions, store hours, and more at shopidc.com. Worn-out tires are a danger to you, your passengers, and other drivers. TireRack.com reminds you to inspect your tires regularly. Grab a quarter, stick it in the tread, and if you can see the top of Washington's head, it's time to replace. Go to my page, TireRack.com slash Dan. Use the Tire Decision Guide to find the right tires for how and what and where you drive. 
Choose from the full lineup of Kumo tires and tread confidently. TireRack.com. TireRack.com is the way tire buying should be. I just learned Discover credit cards do something pretty awesome. At the end of your first year, they automatically double all the cash back you've earned. That's right. Everything you've earned, doubled. All the cash back from eating at your favorite restaurant, doubled. All the cash back from that trip where you sort of learned to snowboard, that's also doubled. And the best part, you don't have to do anything ridiculous to get it. No, Discover does it automatically. Seriously, though, see the terms and check it out for yourself. Discover.com slash match. Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Welcome to Hour 2 of Sports Scene. By the way, I got to do some rain dance or something. All these high rain chances that are being predicted, it hasn't rained a drop at my house. So can we get a little rain today? Can we get a little love? It's supposed to be like a high rain chance the next week. I talked to my buddy. Uh, my buddy's over here in the weather area to get some rain on us. Ailey's producing today. Um, all right, a lot of things we're going to discuss today. Good first hour. We're going to continue the discussion we had yesterday just for one more day. They are going to renovate the swamp. But if you were the czar, would you look for a different place or would you renovate it? And because Scott Strickland will orchestrate this, what do you give him as far as a letter grade for the job he has done so far as Florida's athletic director? And Florida... Stephen gave me a good email today. Florida's a nine-point underdog today against Utah. Would you take the points? Would you take the points? Let me know why you would or would not. 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. Jordan Reed, NFL draft analyst. Going to have him on the show soon. He's already put out a 2024 mock NFL draft. And if you think there's pressure here, think of the pressure on one Ryan Day. His record at Ohio State is ridiculous. But he's made the cardinal sin of losing to Michigan. Lately, it could be three years in a row. And here's why there's even more pressure on him. Reed's draft. Okay. He has the number one pick, Caleb Williams of USC. Then Marvin Harrison Jr. of Ohio State. As you look at the picks, Ohio State is so represented in the first round. They are represented to the tune of, let's see, three, four, five. I think it's five players total in the first round. Can you imagine that? There's five guys on that team uh, that are potential first-round draft choices. Another first-rounder in his draft is one Jason Marshall of Florida. 
Yeah, late in the first round. Georgia, yep, I think they've got four in the first round. Pretty amazing. All right, let's get some calls. We'll start with Jim. Jim, hello. Yeah, Steve, how are you today? Good, sir. Great, great. I'm I'm interested in the rain, too. I, I, you know, anything we can do to get a little of that. Yes. Um, listen, I called um, about your question on renovation. I, I really do think it needs to be done, especially the concourse areas that are just absolutely wall-to-wall, just so crowded you can't even think or do anything or buy a concession during the games. And to, to widen each seat just a little bit, I know it'll take out some seats, but I think a good renovation at the location that it's in um, is is great. So uh, I'm, I'm on Scott's side with that, and uh, I know it'll take a while to do it, but I think it does need to be done especially those concourse areas. Yeah, I think if you really looked at that stadium with its history and all of that, it it has served its purpose well, but it needs to be repurposed now to to ensure a longer life. I, I mentioned this yesterday. Fenway Park had it done. Wrigley Field had it done. I mean, you just... You've got to have the modern amenities that fans have come to expect, and you have to keep up with the Joneses, so to speak. And I think that's why, in part, they're doing this. Well, I I think that's good. One quick question that's unrelated, but do you know how many Gators are in summer baseball leagues? I think Luke Haven probably is, but I've not seen anybody else. Yeah, you didn't listen to the first hour, I guess. Um, I, I did not. Because Luke, Luke was actually my guest uh, in the first okay. hour. Uh, he is in the Cape. Uh, there okay. are six guys uh, on the roster, on, on Cape rosters. Uh, Ty Evans, Abner, uh, Jameson is there, Purnell, Michael Robertson. Caglione and Neely are with the national team. Uh, Clemente is with the Coastal Plains League, and I'm leaving out somebody. Is Carlin playing? Nope. Uh, I've not seen his name. Uh, oh, Dale Thomas. He's, he's also uh, playing summer ball. Okay, thanks. Great show. Thanks okay, a lot. thank you, Jim. Let's bring David in. Hi, David. Hey, Steve. First off, give me those nine and a half points all day and all day on Sunday. Um, I, I'll take the Gators in nine and a half against Utah. Okay. I, do you know what you do you know what Utah's got returning? I know they got the re, returning quarterback, but what about the tight end? Is that tight end? No, he's uh, he's gone. Um, so that their big weapon uh, is gone. I do not know. You know, I have not looked at Utah closely yet. Um, they do have some people back, um, but they but their their really good tight end was drafted. Yeah, and and uh, I know he was a major weapon for them last year, so that makes my nine and a half points. Uh, I like it even better. But uh, Steve, yeah, on the renovation, yeah, definitely renovate um, the swamp. No way would you tear down the historic swamp. I mean, that's uh, there's too much history there, and we have a great facility there already. Yeah, there's there's things that need to be. Uh, updated and refurbished as you mentioned 
but uh, it's a great facility that has a lot of memories. So I would definitely not want to see that that gone. Uh, real quick on our baseball team. Um, now Fabian got in the portal. Yep. Uh, did he not have, or he did he not feel like he had an opportunity to be a starter next year? Uh, I I don't want to speculate on why, you know, he went in there. Um, sometimes you just want a fresh start. Um, but let's look at, you know, what's back, right? You got Curland, who's not going to go anywhere. Um, and then, you know, perhaps shortstop and third base would be areas that he could, you know, he could go into. But I just think he wants to go someplace where he pretty much knows he's going to be a starter, would be my guess. Is there any place like that unless you're going to, uh, you're going to lesser competition? Mm, not, not necessarily. I mean, you'd have to look at a roster. You'd have to look and see, um, you know, what's, what's on the roster now. What is the, you know, is there a freshman there? How highly recruited was the freshman at that position? It just, I mean, a lot of things go into it, and I've not talked to him, so I don't want to speculate. But, you know, most times kids leave because they don't feel they're getting playing time. Look at Matt Prevesk. Perfect example, right? You know, Evans is going to be back. Robertson's going to be back. You know, left field is available, but... I, that, again, you, I think he wants to go someplace where he thinks he can play. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I understand that. But um, I, I would hope that he has sat down with Sully and they kind of discussed you know, his opportunity. They do. Hey, they, they have exit meetings all the time. It, yeah, yeah, that's what I figured. All right, Steve, I appreciate your show, and I'm going to tell you what I told Dooley yesterday. One of the things I love about this station and your show and his show is that you guys actually listen to the fan base and get perspectives from the fan base. So many of these shows now, uh, you listen to them around uh, different areas. It's nothing but talking heads for three hours. Thank you very much. All right. Thank you, Brian. Well, I can only oh, – I'm sorry. i got Brian next. I can only speak for me. I enjoy that. We don't always have to agree, but I, I enjoy the back and forth. All right, Brian's with us. Hi, Brian. Hey, Steve. How you doing? Good, sir. Hey, I have a question. Um, two questions. Is there going to be a panel for the, um, like, an advisory board on how it's going to be renovated, um, say, by former players, former coaches, or is Scott Strickland going to make all the calls? No, he will not make all. Well, I mean, the call is certainly, you know, as the athletic director, he has to sign off on that, right? Um but remember, all they're doing at this point, all they're doing is to advertise for an architecture firm. That's it. That, that, that's where my, this is. My next question, I heard on another talk show that there's, there's foundation issues um, and going on with the swamp as well um, and structural issues. Um, is that confirmed or is that, you know, if so, that's going to be a major overhaul. I think they're going to look into all of that. Because I think, I think what you look at here, um, I think most fans look at this when you talk about a renovation, right? 
I think most people think, okay, bigger seats, uh, better restrooms, uh, better concessions, and that's certainly part of it. But there's ADA things here that they got to do. They got to widen the aisles, and I don't know, you know, structurally, could they improve something? I mean, it isn't like it's going to fall down, but I mean, are there going to be areas where you know they they got to do some things to help that out? I'm sure there are. Okay, and I'll take the points because I I don't think they're going to be able to handle our running game. Take the points, okay. All right. Yeah, I appreciate it, Brian. Thank you. That's interesting. With all the doom, that one of their tight ends is back. Not the guy was drafted, but one of them is back. Was a pretty good player. Uh, They had two good tight ends there, and one of them is back. Um, Here is what Strickland said in the statement. So, so you know. the search for the architect starts with a formal bid process. So if you have, you know, Steve Russell Company, you, you put a formal bid in. That goes in with campus planning. Um, and then that's going to begin now. Uh, and then there's an architectural team that will develop strategy and phase in whatever they decide to do. Um so Scott Strickland hopefully is going to be here at the end of the month. He's out of the country now, and maybe he can you know lend some more insight into this. 116, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. If it's happening with the Gator Nation, hear it here first. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Mike Lester believes a good financial advisor helps you map out a plan for each step of your retirement without taking a commission. Mike also happens to be the founder of Talon Wealth and is on a mission to help those near and in retirement protect and grow their nest egg. And he's ready to prove it with a Talon Satisfaction Guarantee. It's pretty simple. For any new client that hires Talon to actively manage their portfolio, if you aren't satisfied after one year, for any reason, Talon will refund 100% of your advisor fees. Yep, that's right. For any new client that hires talent to actively manage their portfolio, if you aren't satisfied after one year, for any reason at all, Talon will refund 100% of your advisor fees. Call 352-751-3200 to learn more about Talon's satisfaction guarantee. That's 352-751-3200 or visit guardingyournestegg.com. Advisory services through Talon Private Wealth and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. Florida License D056341. When was the last time you had a truly awesome nursery experience? A nursery and garden center with a huge selection and friendly expert advice. We're talking about Quality Green Specialists in Deland. At Quality Green, we have your favorite plants, fruit trees, flowers, vegetables, and herbs. Plus, with our 8011 fertilizer, organic azomite, and composted soil, your garden will look its very best. Great plants, sustainable products, friendly expert advice. 335 West Michigan Avenue, Deland, and online at qualitygreenspecialist.com. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. And now, more sports scene with Steve Russell, here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. And online at WRUF.com. I looked it up. Utah returns 
14 starters. Cam Rice and the quarterback, remember, tore his ACL uh, in the Rose Bowl. So they don't really know, at least last I saw, if he will be 100% for the opener. Uh, Jaquindon Jackson, good player, running back. And they do have uh, one of their tight ends who was hurt last year back. Remember, uh, their really good tight end, Dalton Kincaid, was uh, drafted away. So um, they're still going to be pretty good. And that, I'm telling you, you, they have a chance to win a third straight Pac-12 title. And, you know, Kyle Whittingham, say what you want, he's done a pretty nice job there. Um, so this will be – and remember, you know, you – I think because Florida won here last year, there's a bit of you know chest uh, popping here with Gator fans. They're going to remember that too. Uh, and Rising, I believe this is his sixth year. I, I think that's right. So a lot uh, of experience. Because um, the other tight end uh, tore his ACL and was out. Um, and Jackson... Uh, is actually, I believe, a former quarterback, I, I want to say. Defensively, I don't know what they're going to – I have no idea. I do know that their their cornerback, uh, Phillips, was a high draft. Um, he was the third-year sophomore. They do have a transfer from Ole Miss on the squad. I know that. Um, and then they did lose a projected starter uh, to the transfer portal. Now, see, again, think of that, right? Everybody thinks that you leave to play. Well, Clayton Isbell was supposed to be a starter, uh, and then he left. I don't know. Anyway, uh, interesting. So would you take the points at this point? If you're Florida, you're a nine-point underdog. Adrian, uh, at this point, ESPN... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about this more tomorrow, too. ESPN is nothing more than a glorified college football streaming service. The rest of their programming is unwatchable. The days of SportsCenter being must-watch television for every sports fan are long gone. I stopped watching completely when I couldn't differentiate between SportsCenter and cable news channels. Scott Strickland gets a solid D grade. He doesn't believe he's long for the job. Between his hires being underwhelming to this point and the coaches and IL scandals, I believe President Sass has him on a very short leash. That's the first uh, bad grade he's gotten. Lucas says, I used to watch ESPN all the time when I was a kid. Uh, now... I just watch it when there's a Gator game. I mainly listen to WRUF on a daily basis. ESPN's gone way downhill. I want to know our last half hour or so here if you agree with that. What are your viewpoints of ESPN? I think, again, because I have a little gray hair, and I can do you I can remember when ESPN was born. And I'm thinking, this ain't going to work. You know, I, how wrong was I? 
because I didn't see long-term, because remember when they first started, they were carrying things like badminton and, you know, table tennis and things like that. But it has changed, and competition brings that out. I believe ESPN and Fox, too, with their stuff, you have to fill time. I'm not a big Stephen A. fan. I'm not really big on those kinds of shows. But somebody must be watching them. Somebody must be doing something because look at the money they're paying Stephen A. Smith. They must think somebody is going to like the fact that McAfee was hired. He's not your, I think again, if you're an older viewer, you don't like the direction ESPN is going. If you're younger, I think you tolerate it more. So we'll see, though, what happens. 3928255, you can email srussell at wruf.com. Tomorrow, we will have an analyst from the MLB Network to look at the upcoming MLB draft and where some of the Gator players uh, may be going. Our thanks today to Luke Heyman. When we repost our show on social media, you'll be able to hear Luke. He was here at the very beginning uh, of the program. So uh, we hope that's good. And don't forget, Rays baseball tonight. Rays end their series with the Phillies. You can hear it at 6 and then what should be a really good weekend series, Rays and the Braves. Yeah. And then the All-Star break. We will bring you the home run derby. We will bring you the All-Star game. Uh, Bob emails. Says, uh, I give Strickland a B. Uh, He hasn't made great hires himself, but it's hard to argue with where the program is with yet another big national finish in the all-sports standings. That has something to do with the athletic director, so I give him credit for that. But I would like to see the hires he's made be more successful. I think a lot of people would like to see that. Uh, Let's see. David. David says, congratulations to Trinity Thomas. Is she in the top five all-time at Florida? Yes, she is. She is. I know maybe later on this month, when it gets really slow, we can have this debate. Because it is, I mean, think about it. If I said to you, the top five Gator athletes of all time, It'd make my head explode. Because you first of all, you'd have to go to every sport and figure out, okay, who's the best? For example, Gator men's basketball, who's best player? Who's best player? Gator football, who's best player? Gator baseball, who's best player? And then take those bests and then compare them. Let me just throw this out. Brad Wilkerson... 
to Trinity Thomas. How do you how do you quantify that? How do you make that happen? But yes, I think Trinity Thomas is in the top five all time of athletes here. Let's bring in uh, PG. PG, hello. Hey, man. Um, yeah, I just want to jump back into this stadium renovation or uh, complete rebuild. So I, w- I was actually kind of on the fence because I, you know, the baseball stadium was relocated, which I think was the right idea. And the Odome, I think it turned out okay, but I feel like that probably should have been rebuilt. So if you have two examples just right here at home, um, I'd say they're probably one for two. But the Odom's nice. I just think it could have been probably better. But looking at um, Ben Hill Griffin made me think, and I went back and I, and I looked at, like, what the renovations were actually at Texas a and what did it cost them, what year was it? Because, you know, you got to adjust for inflation. So it was like $480 million for the A&M renovation. They didn't lose much seating. But Notre Dame did as well in 18, and they paid about $400 million, and their capacity now has dropped down to seven, like roughly about 70,000 people, um, which you see a lot of kind of making the stadium smaller. But I, I think if Strickland's saying four to $500 million, I think adjusted for inflation, I'm not an economist, but $500 million should make this, the stadium here at Bent the Swamp really nice. So I no longer want to – relocated although i think it would solve some of the other problems like parking and but then it would take away nostalgia anyway but i would just renovate it and if i look at those prices i think you know you've seen texas a&m before and after right yes i well i i have not gone to a game there i did get a walkthrough of the stadium when i went to kyle field for i when i went to uh bluebell for baseball yeah and it's nice yeah very nice yes yeah. So one other thing I wanted to mention, I looked at the most expensive stadiums, like, and you know, the, the LA and the Vegas NFL stadiums are, are billions, right? Five billion because they were just built. You know, we're Mets fans. So, you know, city was almost a billion, uh, but that was in the top 10. There's no college stadiums in the top 10. Nothing's cost a billion dollars. Now, you know, they, a lot of them were there. So they did the renovations, right? So I think Florida, if they, you say it's going to cost a certain amount. Usually, it's a little more, but you say you put five, five fifty, something like that, six. I don't know if you can get that high. It would be really nice, I think. Just just breaking down initial numbers. So um, yeah, I'm actually excited. I'm more excited now today than I was yesterday. So that's all I got, man. Okay, PG, thank you. Yeah, I, I think a lot of this is going to be okay for the money you're spending. Can I can I notice it going to a game? Can I notice the improvement? I think that's going to be a big deal too. One thirty time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN ninety eight one FM eight fifty AM WRUF. Live from Weimer Hall on the campus of the University of Florida, ESPN ninety eight one FM eight fifty AM WRUF. Don't give in to that constant joint pain. Take control and take back your quality of life today with help from QC Kinetics. Hey, it's Steve Russell. QC Kinetics is helping people every day here and across the country with their amazing non-surgical treatments that repair and restore damaged joint tissue. They use the latest advances in regenerative medicine, taking your own body's healing agents and concentrating them right in the area where you have the agonizing pain. 
This incredible non-invasive approach helps you take back control of your body, relieving the pain in knees, hips, shoulder, or back. No invasive surgery, no harmful drugs or steroids, and no downtime. Listen, summertime needs to be about having fun and making memories, golfing, hiking, enjoying the outdoors. So take control now and start living pain-free again. Now with clinics in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, 352-400-4550, 352-400-4550, QC Kinetics. Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission is Gainesville's no-hassle, no-overcharge auto repair shop. Now looking for qualified auto mechanics to join their growing team. If you're a self-motivated worker with an attitude for excellence, Bush Auto Repair is looking for you. Enjoy competitive pay and a family working environment where they've been keeping cars on the road since 1954. Call 352-372-0372. That's 372-0372 now or at chuckbushautorepair.com. Join us at Odyssey as we all do our one thing, together millions of things for our planet. During summer, be sure to use dishwashers and stoves in the evening to minimize the effects of heat. When we each share our one thing, it becomes a million things for our planet. What's your one thing? From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Today, partly cloudy skies and the heat continues. Heat indices this afternoon between 100 and 105. We'll have sea breeze storms popping up first near the Nature Coast. They'll move inland and east toward the St. Johns River and the First Coast later on this afternoon and into the evening. Tonight, partly cloudy skies, lows tomorrow morning in the mid-70s. Highs tomorrow afternoon in the low 90s with earlier showers. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. And now, the Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. Why not get started on a good mock draft with the NBA and LeBron James's son? Then we've already started. I saw where he was going to go 17th in the first round to the Atlanta Hawks. Yes, Paul. If the Atlanta Hawks take Bronny James, I can hear LeBron going, well, I don't want to play with my son that bad. Yeah. <laughs> the Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes and you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Gators head men's basketball coach Todd Golden, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Welcome back to Sports Scene for our final half hour. You know, Tennessee, I, you know, I'm a big history guy. I went back and looked um, right before the 2022 season. Um, they did some renovations to Neyland Stadium. They added luxury chairbacks in the lower bowl, 12,000 square feet of indoor club space, which was underneath the new chairback seating they put a new jumbotron in there uh, a new standing room only and walking section was added below the big video board there so it which means for them that fans could now stand on both sides of the stadium and could see the jumbotron and they lost 540 seats in that process that's it so it can be done Isaac, hello. Steve, good afternoon. How are you? Hey, how are you? 
I'm doing good. Thank you. Listen, I want to hit all these topics real quick so I can make room for someone else. But as far as renovations go, I kind of look at sports as entertainment first. Um, And if this will help the entertainment experience to get people to go and to interact, I think it's a good thing. You know, I grew up going to Florida games, too, but I've seen changes in my lifetime. You know, I've seen the end zones be closed in 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 the time that I've been a Florida fan growing up here. And so evolution happens. It's just part of it. As far as uh, Scott Strickland and his grade, I would probably give him a B just because I still think there are some hires that will either pan out or not. And I don't think you can fully judge him until those have actually been settled. A um, couple other things real quick. McAfee, um, I like him. I'm in my mid-40s, and I'm not ashamed to admit that. Uh, <laughs> he's energy, he's, he's entertaining shtick. I don't go to it for X's and O's. I go to it for entertainment. And, again, if that's what sports is, and that's kind of the way things have been going for a while now, I don't have a problem with it. I have to accept that everything is not for me. It, it's actually okay. You know, we can have differences, and you like what you like, I like what I like, but if enough people like it, well, then invest some money in it. And I think that's what ESPN is trying to do. I think they're trying to help a little bit with their demographic in a way by bringing him on. What do you think about that? Well, I think sometimes uh, I forget this. What's the first letter in ESPN? What's it stand for? Entertainment. Bingo. So write in their letters, write in their call letters, entertainment is first. Entertainment is first. Sports is second. Think of that. They could have called it SE, right? They could have called it mm-hmm. Seppin instead of Espen, but they didn't. They called it Espen. So the founding fathers of ESPN looked at it, apparently, as entertainment as well. And that's what, at least in part, it is. Isaac, I agree with you, and I do think that's been lost because, obviously, of the content of sports, et cetera. And as far as the Florida-Utah game coming up in August, I, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that's a must-win game for Utah. And, and the reason I say that is because with the Pac-12 or Pac-10, whatever you want to call it right now, being in such flux, there's no media deal. The Pac-12 or 10 needs something good to happen for them until they finally one day maybe announce a streaming deal or a linear deal, and I think that is a huge game for Utah and also the, the Pac-10 slash 12. So those are my thoughts on that as well. Okay, I appreciate it, Isaac. Thank you for your thoughts. It's interesting. They lost last year and won the Pac-12. So to Isaac's point, it, it, it wasn't a killer for them. I mean, they did win a Pac-12 championship despite losing to Florida. But do you want to, if you're going to, and let's, let's face it, Florida still has the cachet of its past glory, and it's an SEC school. And any time a Pac-12 can beat an SEC, that's going to help the league, no doubt. Tennessee Mike, hello. Hey, Steve. On topic with you on ESPN, and I have a question about Utah. All right. Um, you know, Steve, uh, I've had a, a privilege to be in uh, sports radio rooms, newspaper rooms, that sort of thing. And usually they're inhabited with by regular guys. Maybe they hadn't washed their blue jeans or their khakis in a couple of days. The things that always strikes me when I look at ESPN is just um, the the wardrobes these people wear. I always wonder about their wardrobe allowance. And I think that ESPN bubble up there in Bristol, I think they're up there in la-la land compared to the real world. 
How, well, what about people that make that corporate CEOs that make millions of dollars? Are they in the real world? Well, I'm a capitalist. I'm for people making money. I'm not calling in the gripe about people making big money. It just looks to me like when I see these people in their $5,000 suits, I'm like, man, what, what, what kind of planet are you living on? Well, like, uh, like again, I'm going to say this. If you're, if you're not against people making money, corporate big shots wear $5,000 suits. But you're yeah, okay with that. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I just, I just, you know, you you kind of do a great job on, in a local market. I doubt you're making ESPN money, but uh, like Tony Romo, Steve, this isn't ESPN, but he signed a ten-year contract for a hundred and eighty million dollars to sit there by Jim Nance. And I bet if you were sitting beside Jim Nance, you'd do a better job on color. Mm, no, no, I mean, I, to, no, no. Thank you for so that, you're, but you're, no. I don't hear anybody complimenting Tony Romo. You're a Tony Romo fan. No, I, I'm just saying that when you say I would do a better job than Tony well, Romo, he's played in the league. You know, I mean, come on. I'm, I'm, I guess I'm using you as an example. Let's say Jesse Palmer. I'll say Jesse Palmer could do a better job on color than Tony Romo, and he's not making $108 million a year, on a 10-year deal. Okay, all right. Hey, one other thing for you, Steve, on Utah real quick. Um, looking ahead, it seems Phil Steele's out. Are you bringing him on next week? Uh, I'm going to bring him yesterday? on soon, not next week, yeah. but soon, yes. Yeah, okay. I, I'm, has his magazine hit the stand yet, as you know? I do not know. Okay, well, last question. I'm sure you've only had this 100 times. What do you know about Utah in terms of what they lost, you know, at quarterback especially, and what they're bringing back and hang in there? Okay, thank you. Yeah, I kind of mentioned that earlier. Uh, Cameron Rising is back at quarterback for his sixth year. Uh, they have a tight end. They're They're – they had two great tight ends. One tight end was a first-round draft choice. The other guy uh, was hurt. He's back. Uh, they have a wide receiver, uh, Devon. I can't think of his last name. Uh, he's back, I think. Um, and they do have some returning players. Um, and they, I, I think, when preseason comes out, uh, it'll be interesting to see who's favored. Because there's a lot of love for USC. Um, Jackson at running back, who I think is a converted quarterback, is back. Um, and defensively, were they great? No. But they did a lot of things very fundamentally, and that's because of what Whittingham does. So, uh, you know, they've got some stars back, but they also lost a few as well. Uh, all right, we have 20 minutes left, 392-8255. You can email uh, srussell at wruf.com. And by the way, 10-4 and four last year was Utah, and I believe that's the second straight year they were 10-4, and four, I think. Um, somebody can correct me um, with that. Um, and Utah got a big break because they could have lost Maybe if Rising hadn't gotten hurt, maybe he goes to the draft. Instead, he comes back assuming he's healthy. Um, they they don't get five stars there, uh, but they kind of get guys that you know kind of fit uh, what they do. Um, I know they also play Baylor, so that's going to be a very difficult um, non-conference schedule for them. Plus, you know, playing in the Pac-12. So it'll be a pretty good challenge for them. Uh, let's see here. Mike gives Strickland an F because of the women's basketball scandal and allowing the football program to drop to the bottom of the SEC. 
bottom of the SEC, and the basketball program's stagnation. The successful Gator progress where Jeremy hires. If the football and basketball hires end up being good hires, I'd raise that to a C. Mike, I think if those hires are good hires, probably higher than that because those are the two big drivers of the train if you're looking at football and men's basketball. Um, But once again, time will tell. And it's interesting. Let's take Scott Strickland's name out of this. It could be you or me. Certainly, the hire of the what happened with women's basketball, um, just, you know, that that's not good. We don't know about soccer yet. Hopefully, Samantha Bohan's going to get things on the right track here. Um, we will see. Frank says, I love the football talk in July. Uh, will you be talking about SEC media days? Yes. I'm not going. I haven't for a while. Um, but if something happens, yes. Um, and obviously we'll be able to follow that now because the SEC network is all over. That's one of the reasons I don't go anymore is because you can see it for yourself if you want to see it. Um, but it's a fun time. It, it It's the unofficial start of, uh, you know, college football in the SEC. It's good. 144, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. A final segment of the show coming up. Still plenty of time to hear from you. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. From the College of Journalism and Communications, ESPN, 98.1 FM, and 850 AM, WRUF. Oh, yeah, you can feel it. The hot Florida summer's upon us. And where do you feel it the worst? Well, in your vehicle, of course, unless you can reach over and dial in an icy blast of A.C. If the air conditioning in your car isn't keeping you cool, take a ride and visit my friends at Dave Mays Automotive. And, of course, A.C. isn't all they do. They can take care of your whole car, from brakes, tires, even engines and transmission work. And my favorite part is their honesty and work ethic. After all, there's a reason they've been in business since 1975. Take it from me, Steve Russell, there's no place else I trust my vehicle to. Located at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive and online at DaveMaysAutomotive.com. Dave Mays Automotive, they get the bugs out. Dave Mays Automotive, we get the bugs, all of them bugs. Sounds like it's back to school time. And Staples has great prices on everything you need for school. Save on markers and crayons. Save on notebooks and folders. And right now at Staples, save big on tech. With up to $250 off select computers. Staples, where savings for school are always in session. N729, in-store only. See associate for details. It's your last chance to shop July 4th savings at Lowe's. Right now, save on select major appliances. And when you buy more, you save more. Get up to an additional $1,000 off select major kitchen appliances. Plus, right now when you buy a Craftsman V20 string trimmer or blower for just $99, you'll get a select bear tool free. Lowe's knows savings. Lowe's knows home improvement. Offers dialed through 712. Appliance savings vary based on purchase amount. Buy more, save more. Dialed on appliances 396 or more. While supplies last. Exclusion supply. See Lowe's.com for details. 
If you're looking for the best alternative you have to purchasing a new vehicle, look no further than Southeast Car Agency in Gainesville, 310 Northeast 39th Avenue. Steve Russell here. I've been a customer of Southeast Car Agency for a long time. All the vehicles I've purchased have been great. They'll do the same for you. Go online, secars.com. You can check out the vehicles they have in stock. You can go see them in person at Northeast 39th Avenue. The Cousins families run this business for 40-plus successful years. That's Southeast Car Agency. Follow ESPN Gainesville on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Stay up to date with the latest information, interviews, stories, contests, and events. We are 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Sports Scene with Steve Russell on ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM, WRUF. Tomorrow on the show, we talk a little MLB draft, which begins on Sunday. A lot of Gator players look to be drafted highly. We'll talk to somebody from the MLB Network and hopefully Josh Rivera here tomorrow. hope you enjoyed Luke Heyman earlier today. He's playing in the Cape Cod League now. And when we repost our show here on social media, he was uh, our first guest right out of the shoot. Let's bring uh, Marshall to the program. Marshall, hello. Steve, thank you for the conversation. Many years ago, I was traveling on the road. And after dinner, I could go lay down on my hot, uh, hotel bed, watch Chris Berman and... Tom and all those different guys just give me what's happened today in the sporting world. And it was just great entertainment, and I would fall asleep to tiddlywinks or whatever that was. <laughs> yeah. I think today I probably, because that's about the sports they had on there, except they did have um, Kerwin Bell against Miami was their first football game with Jim Simpson doing the call. But, you know, they really have gone out of their way to kick in the face a lot of their previous fans. But one thing they did very right, and that was the SEC Network. And I'm wondering if they're going to get in such trouble with the cord cutters and all these other things that they're going to want to renegotiate with the SEC and maybe give the SEC the network. Do you think that's feasible? I I would, at first blush, say no to that. Um, But I would say this. The SEC network, I I actually got an email about this, and I I answered it because it was pretty long. Because the question that, that he raised was, why can't ESPN be more like the SEC network which is basically you know showing games you know having shows well if you watch the SEC network they have opinions they share opinions but they don't share them with most anything that's outside the footprint of sports right if, if Chris Doring sure. tells you uh, I like Kentucky this year because they have, you know, this. Um, if 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 so-and-so says I like Kentucky in basketball because they have this or that, that's sports, right? They rarely yeah. delve into, well, um, 
I can't even think of an example. You know, they, they keep it within sports and they keep it within the SEC. Now, Feinbaum, you know, every once in a while can, you know, look into national things, NIL, you know, things of that nature, but it's still SEC-based. And I think that's why it's popular, because it does that. Well, that's what we want, though. Well, I mean, Those people who are in the SEC footprint, that's what we want, because right. the Sports Center doesn't give us information anymore we care about. I mean, if, if you wanted, if you're a New York Mets fan, and the Mets are doing great, you'll go get some streaming service that'll give you what, or, or like Frank Frangi talks all the time about his pirates. And all he's gone to lengths to make sure he's got the package so he can watch them every game if he wants to. That, that's what we have. But the passion in the Southeastern Conference area is so strong. And it's going to be costing more and more and more for them to pull this together. I just think ESPN and Disney misunderstood their clientele. In what now, in what sense? In what they want. Well, time will tell. Time will tell. Well, I mean, ratings. Going downhill? Aren't uh, they going downhill pretty good? I don't know what their ratings are, so I don't know. I mean, their their ratings may be very good. I mean, obviously, you know, when you here is a little, and, and I think the SEC footprint is a little bit different. Because I'll tell you this, as somebody who sat in this chair for 25 years, sure, it is. we are in a college market here, all right? So when you hear ESPN's morning show with Keyshawn and those guys, they're not talking SEC. They're not talking. They're talking national because they are a national show. And if you don't care about the NBA, if you don't care about MLB, that's not going to be for you. But we forget there are other states in the union that do care about those things. So it's a delicate balance sometimes, but it's, there's no question ESPN has gotten away, Marshall, from the traditional sports center, you know, bringing you the highlights, you know, that sort of thing. But I think the consumer has also changed in that regard, too. I just think that getting away from the original sports center to go to this slapsy maxi, you know, girls playing pickle, you know, et cetera, with, with the guy that comes on. The only good thing I can say is more of your graduates from your school of journalism will have more opportunities because they're coming in as entry-level people. And I think that's a good thing. It's a very good thing. Thank you, sir. Okay. Thank you. As a matter of fact, uh, one of our grads, Kate Venezio, is over at Wimbledon with ESPN. What a thrill for her to be able to go over there and work that venue. So, yeah, it's, it's great. I, I do think the topic of what ESPN, and, and I, we're using them, Fox, you know, whatever else has become, they have to change with the demographic because even shows like this, sports radio has changed. 
because now they're competing with streaming services. They're competing with podcasts. It's different. It's just a different animal than what it used to be. And if you are a traditionalist, then what you're seeing here, you may not like. Because it isn't the, you know, Chris Berman doing, you know, Sports Center. It isn't that anymore. It's glitzier. It's, 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 it's different. There's no question about it. Uh, all right, a couple of more emails here. Uh, Ricky, interesting thing he says, Steve, I'm, I'm an older sports fan, and I rarely watch ESPN anymore, but not for the reasons you may think. It's not because of politics, although I don't really like that either. He said it's just the way they present things. It's just different. I can't put my finger on it. It's just different, and I find myself rarely watching ESPN except for a game. I wonder if you feel the same way. I think a lot of you do. Tell me a program on ESPN that you that you watch. Do you watch First Take? I just can't watch that. I can't. And it, again, I'm, it's not a knock on Stephen A. It's just not my cup of tea. It's 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 just different now. Wes says, Steve, I listen a lot. I rarely email, but I want to give you kudos for sticking your neck out a little bit, because even though you don't talk politics, it's hard not to, and you resist. Uh, and I, for one, appreciate that because when I tune into you, I want to hear sports and not po- and not politics. I understand sometimes the two sides meet, and sometimes you have to talk about it. But please keep up what you're doing and just talk sports whenever you can. Well, okay. I mean, I I, I try to do that. There are times. There are times when. They do, you have to mention some things. They do intersect. There's there's not much you can do to avoid that sometimes. But I try to uh, whenever I can. And that's why when I bring up subjects to discuss, I really appreciate it when you phone and email and make two hours go by quickly because I'm trying to get some things that I think a sports audience that is in Gainesville, Florida, or in an SEC footprint, if you will, is going to want to discuss. I don't think anybody's, I'm not saying they won't or can't, but I don't get NBA calls. I don't get a lot of MLB calls. And I'm a huge baseball fan, and I wish I got more baseball calls. But it's just not, you know, what it is. And even the NFL. You know, with with football being king, we don't get really a lot of NFL either. Only if it applies to maybe a Gator or an SEC player on a team. But very rarely do you get NFL. That's just the nature of this beast. Today, our thanks to Luke Heyman, Gator baseball player, for joining us live. He was on his way to play in a game in the Cape Cod League.
A bunch of Gators are up there. Tomorrow, we'll preview the draft, which begins on Sunday, the MLB draft. And we'll talk to somebody from the MLB Network. And we hope to have Josh Rivera here to look back on his season here and look ahead to what I hope is going to be a high draft choice for him. He, he really helped himself coming back here and having the year that he had. Uh, and I wish the best for that young man. And hopefully we get a chance to talk to him tomorrow. Thanks to Ailey for producing today. As always, we thank you for calling, emailing, and listening and being part of Sports Scene over these past 25 years. Until tomorrow at noon, enjoy the rest of your day, and please, God, make it rain today. You're listening to ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. See you tomorrow at noon.